good list for you. Love a list. I do enjoy a good list. Here's my top five lists of all time. <clears throat> um, baby names parents regret the most. <laughs> they actually have a list of the boys' names and girls' names that the percentage of parents who chose that name and then later regretted it. Mm. And I'm actually, uh, I've, got, I've got one of those situations myself. So we'll get to that coming up in just a moment. Enos. It's got to be at the top of the list. What was our favorite one of all time? That idiot white supremacist dude. Oh. Who named his kid. Adolf Hindler? I remember Hindler factored into it. Yeah. The guy didn't even know how to spell his own Nazi hero. He had a kid named Adolf Hitler, I think. And then there was a problem with whether or not the kid could go to school. And then had a daughter named... Eva Hindler Hindler. I can't remember, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just a freaking moron. <laughs> Dumb. Anywho, I'll oh. get to that list after we do this thing. Yeah, I've got a lot of good stuff to do this hour, including a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. President and his administration are messing with the health of our children. Everything that is fun also has to be shut down. And the only thing that is open so here's a new one that i'm already sick of designer masks it's medical equipment not a handbag i don't want to live in a world where yeezy has a winter collection of n95s he needs to focus on the presidency Taxes. <laughs> which allows gyms and movie theaters to open to the public so either way you're going to see mark Wahlberg. According to experts, during the first round of school closures, American children were set back on average by seven months in their reading and math learning. I think if we could get everybody to wear a mask right now, I really do think over the next four, six, eight weeks, we could bring this epidemic under control. Called Doomtown, the buildings and their contents will test the effect of the bomb at distances ranging from one to two miles. And if you're gonna make that Resolute desk in the middle of a pandemic. They're selling beans. Um, these people could have done an incredible amount of harm, and uh, maybe they still can. We don't really full, fully know yet. We're just lucky this didn't happen on like November first, November second. Shark Week's main event: Tyson versus Jaws, Sunday, August 9th on Discovery. Someone's gonna get bit. Your soul doesn't stop at the edge of your skin. It's one big soul, and we're all sharing it. So that was uh, movie star Jim Carrey with his, his whole "We share one soul." Or that's an interesting philosophy. Is that uh, is that Buddhist? Is that uh, Unitarian? Scientology? I kind of that's an interesting notion. I spend more time than you might think contemplating the relationship of man and God and the soul and and the afterlife and the rest of it and, and golfing. And, and 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 golf, how to quit freaking hooking the ball into the woods? Just <laughs> swing slow to stay low. Why am I staying low in this scenario? <laughs> um, one of the one of the clips there in the clips of the week uh, mentioned the Twitter breach, which they now think was motivated by greed, not politics. Although I don't, well, maybe they do know it. It was clearly, 
But Senator Ron Wyden, who's on one of the committees that looks at this sort of thing, said uh, this could have, well, I'll read his quote. If hackers gained access to users' DMs, this breach could have a breathtaking impact for years to come. I don't quite understand that. So does he think the hackers put a message in there already that's going to reverberate? Or I uh, could in the future. Ron Wyden can find his ass with both hands, much less understand how the Internet works. But positive, Sean, better Uh, informed on this topic. It's about having access to all the DMs that have previously been sent. So there's potential blackmail stuff. Oh, okay. It's uh, surely you would. Well, I can't direct messages that aren't seen publicly. But surely Barack Obama and and important people aren't sending him things that could do you damage in direct messages on Twitter, are they? Uh, I think you call me or text me or something if you got something really important. Yeah, uh, I think you're much less likely to find blackmail material on Obama's thing, but there could be account or passwords information being shared between family sure. member or maybe not family okay. members because they'd probably text or whatever. But there's people are probably too comfortable sending what they uh, private information over what they consider to be a private messaging thing with DMs. Certainly when it's possible. Right. Yeah, yeah take it from at- a couple of guys in the public eye. Don't. Put it in writing, yeah. on in any format, on any you know any social media platform. Say whatever you want. Don't put it in writing. So, do you regret the names of any of your children? Do you ever wish you had given them a different no, name? No, not per se. Uh, when we named Caitlin, we knew nobody named Caitlin. Um, and then it became a very very popular name. And you know, I, I'm uh, iconoclast enough that I don't particularly want to give my kids the hot name. But no, not at all. I don't think anybody gives their kid a name because they think it's the hot name. Just like the sound of it. You hear it and you think that sounds cool and you don't realize that it's become a thing. Yeah. I think. I think, that's I think in most works. cases, sure. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, reasons parents regret their baby names before we get to the list. Uh, my partner picked it. It bothers you that your partner picked it? Luckily, my wife and I both uh, just uh, agreed like immediately on the names we came up with. And said, yeah, that sounds great to me. Me too. Cool. Although I was pushing for Mordecai for Sam. Oh, but uh, such a great name. My friend picked the same name for their child, 37%. Oh, yeah. I've heard that that's actually driven wedges in between friends. Particularly like if if you are two months into your pregnancy and you start sharing names and your friend who was eight months in all of a sudden they, and then they beat you to the punch. Oh I, I man. I see that being a, Oh yeah. Because they get seniority, right? Yeah, squatters rights. I remember when Laura was pregnant and we shared it with somebody that I, that I was friends with at the time. And, uh, and, and, and we were both naming our kids the same thing at the, at the same time. And it was just like, this conversation just kind of stopped. I mean, we yeah. just like, look at each other. Um, well, that sucks for that's both not of us. Cool. <laughs> so are you going to back off? It or? doesn't matter yet. I have a bad feeling. Yeah. <laughs> that's weird. Yeah. My child is unique. You can't give them that <laughs> same. Your child is not my. Well, yeah, that's funny. They get teased for it at school. 32%. A celebrity named their child at 26%. But anyway, let's look at the list of the most regretted names. I do regret. Oh, wait, wait um, a celebrity named their child or their child had a, like a celebrity name. A celebrity named their child. The same as your, I guess that bothers oh, you? Oh, I thought, okay, okay. So if Jay-Z and Beyonce name their kid something you're going to name your kid, takes the fun out of it? I don't know. Apple. I don't worry about that sort of thing much. Well, ever, really. But uh, I wish that, for whatever reason, I thought it was a good idea to name Henry. Henry's name is Jack. 
And so um, his name is Jack Henry. Um, uh, I didn't know he was going to have all these medical situations, but it is just always a problem. Every single time, always. There's no straightening it out. Uh, it, it, it's almost worth going to the courthouse and changing his name to something else. That what? Why is it a problem? Them getting it mixed up with me or oh. not having their prescriptions or they catch on that his name is Henry and they put it in the file. Uh, but oh. then the next person doesn't or the next. So they don't have the medicine. Right. It just it never stops. Mm. The other day we were in the waiting room for 45 minutes wondering why they hadn't called our name. Finally go up there and check. We don't have an order for that. Yes, you do. Oh, Jack. You know, I, I, I remember when I said to you earlier, it just, it, was just it, it was a dumb idea. I don't know why I did it. Mm. I don't know why I did it. Seemed clever at the time. Regrettable. Yeah. But here's your most regretted boy names and girl names. Boy names. Uh, Dexter, I'm counting up from 10 to 1. Uh, that probably has to do with the yep. fact that that was a, a, a show about a serial killer. Sure. You name your kid Dexter, oh. and all of a sudden it's a popular TV show. And yep. like, ah. Dexter, same root as dexterous. Means right-handed. Okay, I'm here for all your etymology needs. That's fantastic. <laughs> you know why I know that? No, because its opposite is sinister or left-handed. Right, as it should be. <laughs> well, this is persecution. People are left-handed. You got to keep an eye on them. This is hey, racism. What's with that? You why are you using that hand? Yeah, that's what I think. Compliment, They've got all kinds of twisted beliefs. <laughs> Well, um, you know, I'm sitting here if you'd like to ask me about my beliefs. I'll just count. Uh, Henry's uh, left-handed. I'll count him up. Dexter, Sonny, Jasper. What's up, Jasper? Jasper? Felix, Grayson, Oliver, Tobias. No, no, you're going too fast. we got to contemplate them. Why would you regret Tobias? I don't know why you'd regret any of them except for number one, which is one of the reasons I was going so fast. Enos. The only one that makes any sense to me. Alex Baldwin. You have never met somebody named that, Joe. Stop it. <laughs> Nobody named their kid Enos, and then somebody said, you know, that sounds like, oh, you're right. What? Wait a minute. Oh. Let, me, let me say it to myself. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, number one, uh, parents who regret naming their kid, their boy, Hunter. Which is not that surprising. Where's Hunter? Oh, no, Hunter Biden. Oh, no. Oh, no. Hunter, you're a loser. Oh, right. For girls, I don't have any idea why these are regrets. I don't think Tobias should be on that list. I think that's a fine name. Uh, they're, they're all fine, really. Again, I don't care. They're all fine. For girls, counting up 10 to 1. Gracie. <laughs> Gracie Delilah. Oh, but that's a spelling thing. Some of these uh, could be a spelling thing. It's like, yeah, all right. This has turned out to be a nightmare. Uh, There's that very popular song, Hey There, Delilah. Maybe that oh, has yeah. something to do with it. Maybe. I don't... Summer. Perfectly fine name. Sure. What did you like about it before that you don't like about it now? Well, it's winter now. Oh, um, <laughs> hadn't considered it. It's confusing to people. Uh, and, uh, I'm handicapped here in that there might be some terribly embarrassing celebrity named Summer, and I would have no idea of it because I, I don't care. Harriet. Marianne. Edith, Amber, Lila, Arabella. Who's naming the kid Arabella? Arabella. That's a fine name. I'm not wrong. Is that from a Disney movie? Never it's got that me. sound. And Aurora for number one. Aurora. I like that name. Yeah. Maybe they then why. visited Aurora, Illinois and didn't like it. I don't know. Is this what I was named after? <laughs> this sucks. 
That's oh, a perfectly fine suburban uh, place to that's, live and the, shop. The Hunter's kind of funny, though. You got a Hunter. It's a perfectly good name. Yeah. Uh, we, we know a salesperson. They're, they're a little boy's named Hunter. My uh, former neighbors have a fabulous young son named Hunter. Hunter. But then when it all of a sudden explodes as a name that everybody knows, you just say the word Hunter and everybody knows the story you're talking about, and he's a womanizing... Uh, Cokehead. Cokehead, stripper, Marion, whatever. <laughs> I call him Where's Hunter. I've changed his first name to Where. Where's Hunter. What? <laughs> Where is Hunter, by the way? Just hunkered down, I guess. Um, Enjoying him that stripper love. Raising a youngster. Was that sentence, enjoying him that stripper love? Is that what that sentence was? It was. Okay, yes. we got to move up from here. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I hate traffic in this sort of thing. I don't, as you know, I personally don't like the uh, daily back and forths about what's going on with, uh, you know, the Trump controversy of the day and various tangents off of it. They, uh, they, 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 they usually don't matter to anybody outside of the cable news world mm-hmm. and they're gone in a couple of days we actually have a feature that'll <laughs> make that quite evident but they're usually gone in a day or so and you'll never remember it again it didn't have any impact on anything right I just i just don't find it that entertaining yeah it's just fodder for the talking heads um but i thought this was kind of interesting yesterday because i came across it a couple of times and i i initially heard it on either MSNBC, or I never watched CNN, so it must have been MSNBC. And it was the White House press secretary for Trump, which I never can remember her name. Kaylee McEnany. Kay- Kaylee McEnany. Oh, she got the biggest false eyelashes in America. I heard the clip on MSNBC. Party is a picture, though. Edited the way they edited it, but I didn't think about the way they edited it because I didn't know what followed. I just heard what it said, and I thought, oh, boy. And then so, and then I looked in, and I, thought, and I rolled my eyes about it because... Uh, I thought, why is the Trump administration saying this? And then uh, then I heard the full version on Fox later and thought, oh, okay, well, it's the opposite of what I was told on MSNBC. And then the New York Times last night with a, with a headline that says, White House Press Secretary says science should not stand in the way of reopening schools. Period. Which is the opposite of what she said. Wow. Let, let me, we'll play the clip here. When he says open, he means open and full, kids being able to attend each and every day at their school. Uh, The science should not stand in the way of this. If you look at the JAMA pediatric study of 46 pediatric hospitals in North America that said the risk of critical illness from COVID is far less for children than that of seasonal flu. The science is on our side here. It's it's a clumsy way to the way she said it. It's clumsy. Uh, Yeah, she uh, just rephrased it as we cut it off. The science is on our side. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, What would be a good example of saying that sort of thing? Well, she could have said people shouldn't claim that, you know, science, well, I'm not sure how she should have said it, but it's clearer meaning. I could say to my wife, fidelity is not going to get in the way of this marriage. (laughs) It's not going to be a problem. insurance company or the investment company? It's not going to be an issue. It's not going to even come up. Right, exactly. It's a clumsy way to put it, but you made yourself clear. Yeah. yeah, well, that that's what she did, and for for various cable networks or the New York Times to cut off there and try to portray it as the opposite of what she said. Yeah, she was saying the science is on our side. Here are the reasons why we yeah. can open the schools, 
is just going out of your way to mislead people. Yeah. Wow. And I just, you know, why? 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 If you, if you think Trump is so bad and they're full of nut jobs, then, you know, win on the merits. Anyway. You know, Brett Baer, who's uh, very even-tempered and, and a kind and, and gentle spirit, I believe, um, got pissed off during his show last night. There was just a flash of anger because they played the clip to set up one of the panel segments and cut it where CNN cut it. And he said, I'm not sure why that was edited there since that was the opposite of, well, anyway, back to the panel. So evidently somebody at Fox News either just reused the clip or edited it the same way. Well, one of the reasons I don't like getting involved in these conversations, and I'm not sure it was a good idea here, is it, it detracts, it always detracts from the main issue, or, which, is an, which is an interesting, compelling, important issue. Should schools be open or not? Instead of talking about that, then 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 everybody gets off on cable news talking about, you know, the squabble in in inside of that issue, right? Without getting to the the the, the nut of the problem, which is, uh, is science saying we should reopen schools or not? Right. You, you know, you're absolutely right. I think it's valuable and important to point out what egregious liars these the formerly dependable media are these days. But you're right. Even that obscures the question of what about the kids? Yeah. Um, did we we ought to play that clip again in case you case you didn't hear it yesterday where they ask a bunch of different doctors are you going to send your kid to school we'll play that for you coming up Armstrong and Getty the Armstrong and Getty show. Got this text, tuning y'all out for a week, heading to Cerebell Island with my bride of 18 years, sick of this covid s. If it's my time, it's my time. I'm going out in a blaze of gloater. glory. Later, bees. <laughs> <laughs> Need more texts like that. We do have breaking news, and this is Brandon Worthy. Whack that, whack that donkey on the butt, buttocks. Whack There's him. no need to beat whack him. him. Put a carrot in front of him. <laughs> oh, so you're the carrot. I'm the stick approach. The carrot and stick approach. Ruth Bader Ginsburg has had a recurrence of cancer, she announced. I have often said I would remain a member of the court as long as I can do the job full steam. I remain fully able to do that. She said that she's begun a course of chemotherapy, actually did a couple of months ago after a periodic scan in February followed a biopsy revealed, uh, I'm sorry, that's a convoluted sentence, but they found a lesion on her liver. How in the hell? They tried one thing, uh, didn't work so well, but the uh, chemo now is working quite nice. How in the <laughs> hell did Ruth Bader Ginsburg have her cancer come back and she started chemotherapy back in May and they kept that quiet? That's amazing. I didn't know you could keep a secret like that anymore in Washington, D.C. Yeah. Possibly because it would, uh, it might be a more, well, I don't know if it would help any side more than the other. It just puts the whole Supreme Court justice thing out there as a as a yeah. as a, as a yeah. part of the election, but both sides are you know really interested in making sure their guy gets in to choose a justice. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know you could keep a secret like that in modern Washington D.C. That is amazing. I wonder she, who knew she started chemotherapy in May. That's amazing, right? The old saying is a secret is a piece of information held by one person. God, I want you to tell another person goodbye. I I wouldn't be surprised if they weren't having doctors come to her home and administer chemotherapy. Of course, chemotherapy can be everything from you're taking a pill every morning. Yeah. 
to you're uh, in the hospital for three months. And she could be on the, you're taking a pill every morning end of it. While I'll grant you having cancer over and over again is not a good thing, we need to study her genetic makeup or whatever. She's maybe the toughest human being on Earth. Uh, and she tolerates chemotherapy pretty well, obviously, yeah. too. So anyway, she's uh, going to be fine. Apparently, uh, if it were to well, take a billion dollars or $10 billion to cure her, I'll bet uh, liberals could raise it in an afternoon. And actually, a lot of conservatives would kick in, too. She's just admired, I think, for her, her toughness, and she's a good human being. Her best friend was an arch-conservative. I would say we don't have the slightest idea if she's doing well or if the chemotherapy's working. They kept this secret for months. Now they're announcing it. Well, she announced it. She announced it. Yeah. But, well, she kept it secret along with everybody else. And, uh, and now so you're she- calling her a liar? Why are you calling her a liar? This is disgusting. She wouldn't have any. She 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 doesn't have to be honest about this. She could have a perfectly. She could justify in her own mind. I could that uh, you don't want to interject this into a presidential election. Mm-hmm. She's rather specific though, and 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 unequivocal. So you're calling her a liar? Maybe a potential liar. I remain fully able to do the job full steam. She said. But you doubt it. Yeah, it's dark, but I've had four, five friends and family members in my life saying it's going great and they were dead in a month. Mm. I don't know if that's just the way you look at it at that, at that moment or or what. But if honest that to God, would keep the world away while you dealt with your family, I get that. Maybe that's why they do it. I don't know. Yeah. I've never been in that situation, but I've had Oof. a number of family and friends who have done that. Who is this serious? Michael, a, uh, a, a, a transition music, please. Transition of tone, not topic. Most Hollywood celebrities would give their, they would donate their bones if it would save Ruth Bader Ginsburg's life. Ellen and Dege- I mean all of them, right down to the little occipital bone in your ear. Ellen DeGeneres has donated all 212 bones. Six. 206 bones. Right. She will. To Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She's vowed to continue her career entirely boneless. The no Ellen... jokes. Nobody. <laughs> Not a one. There are many be made. The <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres Jellyfish Show will continue weekday oh, afternoons. Oh, oh my. Unfortunate. I don't know who wrote this, and I wish I did because I'd like to give it credit, but whoever did is hilarious. It is full of emojis, which Jack really enjoys. If you ever correspond with Jack, he loves emojis. Then I'll know you're a child. That's how I'll know. If you're an adult or not. But a it's, child? It's written, uh, Dear Diary, in January, Australia caught on fire. I don't even know if that fire was put out because we straight up almost went to war with Iran. We might actually still be almost at war with them. I don't know because Jennifer Aniston and ba- Brad Pitt spoke to one another at an awards show. And everybody <laughs> flipped the crap out. But, I had forgotten every one of those stories. <clears throat> but then there was this thing with bats in China. But then Prince Harry and Meghan pieced out of the royal family. And then there was the whole impeachment trial, and then coronavirus showed up in the U.S. officially. But then Kobe died, and the U.K. pieced out of the European Union. That was January. In February, Iowa crapped itself with its caucus results. And the president was acquitted, and the Speaker of the House took ten whole years to rip up a speech. 
Forgotten that. But then the WHO decided to give the virus the name COVID-19, which confused some really important people in charge of, like, our lives, into thinking there were 18 other versions of it before. But then Harvey Weinstein was found guilty, and us Americans started to ask if Corona beer was safe to drink. And everyone on Facebook suddenly became a doctor who just knew the flu killed uh, way more people than COVID-1 through 18. In March, stuff hit the fan. Warren dropped out of the presidential race, and Sanders was like, Bernie, you're bust! But then Italy shut its whole country down, and then COVID not 1 through 18 officially became what everybody already realized, a pandemic. And then a nationwide state of emergency was declared in the U.S., but didn't really change anything, so everyone was confused or thought it was still just the flu. But then COVID not 18 was like, y'all still not taking me seriously? I'm going to infect the one celebrity everyone loves and totally infected Tom Hanks. (laughs) Get y'all to close all the schools so y'all can appreciate teachers for once. Uh, close down all the salons so you can't get your hair and your nails done. Everyone had to work at home and attend Zoom meetings in their underwear. The Dow took a crap on itself, and most of us still don't understand why the stock market is so important or even a thing. I still don't. We're then all introduced to the Tiger King, and the one thing we can all agree on this year, Carol totally killed her husband, whacked him. So many of those stories I would have, uh, I couldn't have told you happened this year or had forgotten them completely. They mm-hmm. would, I, would, I would have never thought again about Nancy Pelosi tearing up that speech, probably. That grandstanding, utterly unacceptable act would have been an election issue part in of November, it, part, Well, were it not for the vid. We have short attention span. We make a big deal out of everything in the modern world. That's all true. But, the yeah, the, the COVID and the uh, Great Depression Part 2 um, has, you know, appropriately wiped out a lot of the stuff we were focused on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I wish I could run in a parallel universe what the election would have looked like if if things had kept on as normal. Stock market breaking records every day. Unemployment so low. We're having to, you know, import people from all around the world just to fill our jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? It didn't happen, so it doesn't make any difference. No, it does not, sir. (sighs) I don't think old man Biden would have had a chance. Hard to say. We'll never know. You going to eliminate George Floyd happening too? So, no. That was a big deal. That was a big deal. It's still a big deal. Still a big deal. Um, and then the segment died. Unlike mm. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, <laughs> who will outlive us all. <laughs> That's funny. I was just trying to see what stuff I got left. That like I got to do this week, or it's uh, time sensitive. Yeah. 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 Chicago Teachers Union has demanded remote reopening online classes only this fall. We're talking about or earlier, um, Attorney General Barr really, well, he gave a long speech about how dangerous China is in all kinds of different ways and how uh, they're hell-bent in taking over the world. They are. Yeah. They are we are in a Cold War, no doubt. And uh, But he spent part of it on Hollywood. And, hey, geez, you're helping them with their whole propaganda thing, you realize. And they're the worst country in the world. They got slaves, for instance. You're, you're all worried about this and that and all these various things. They have slaves in China. And you're editing your films to uh, to, to make sure that they are not offended. Um, do you think there could be enough public pressure that would change Hollywood's stance on this? Or are we going to keep making blockbusters for China? I think eventually. there's too much money involved. Eventually it could change, but it will have to overcome a hell of a lot of greed. Not and not you know not all desire for profit is greed. I don't want to come off like a Marxist over here, um, but yeah, it's it's important 
and this is why Attorney General Barr was talking about it, it's important for the culture to believe strongly that China's evil and needs to be opposed. And Hollywood is such a big player in our culture, allegedly, mostly for stupid people, but um, it's such a player in the culture that it's going to be difficult, you know, to beat the culture with the culture. I would like to see it get, you know, to be a big enough deal that when, for instance, people find out that they took one of the patches off of Tom Cruise's jacket for the new Top Gun movie just because it made China mad, that, you know, I don't, I don't want to advocate boycott because then you're back into culture, uh, cancel culture. But, you know, like, people would think that was uncool. Yeah. He wouldn't be a cool guy. The director wouldn't be a cool person. That you'd be booed. Well, although, let me let me throw this argument out and see what you can do with it. The problem with cancel culture is not the canceling. It's why the canceling. People are being ruined for expressing perfectly reasonable opinions or making mistakes. Consorting with the most evil regime on earth? Yeah, I'll cancel you for that. That's a good point. I think. Now, if somebody's not aware of, the, of China, then it's the difference between us and, and the, the lunatics on the other side, is that if if somebody, you know says something overly sympathetic to the Chinese regime, and you say, well, hey, oh, wait a minute. They have slaves. They oppress people. They beat. They torture. They There's there's no freedom. And they say, oh, my God, I didn't realize it was that bad. I shouldn't have said that. Forgiven immediately, of will, course. Will we ever see? Not gonna, I'm not going to persecute somebody for blasphemy. When I was a kid, Blockbuster after Blockbuster had a Soviet as the bad guy or a Soviet spy involved. Will we see any bad guys that are Chinese? In any blockbuster movies, anytime soon. Only if if, if Chuck Norris, uh, I'm trying to think of the three other conservatives in Hollywood. I can picture <laughs> Steven them. Seagal. Steven Seagal. For some nope. reason, all the guys who can kick you in the head. James Woods. James Woods. He, and I don't think he can kick you who's, in the head. Who's the guy? He's, uh, he's like uh, every man. He's like 50 years old, been a lot of movies. Rory Calhoun. I'm yes, Rory Calhoun. Um, I, I can picture him. He's a Vince Vaughn. Okay, he's a conservative. Oh, is he? Yeah. So they need to get together and open a movie studio and then start making movies with Chinese bad guys. In which the bad guy is a Chinese spy. I will invest heavily in that enterprise. Uh, should of, it, uh, you know, come to be. A couple of things to jam in. The moon's not as old as we thought it was, and the battle between the Georgia governor and some of the mayors is really interesting. I don't know legally speaking how it's going to turn out. That's all you're hearing on cable news all day the long. The governor them, yeah. of Georgia won't let towns make masks mandatory, and they're so they're suing him. It's the old reverse. It's it's complicated. Armstrong and Getty. Chuck Norris doesn't listen to Armstrong and Getty. Armstrong and Getty listen to Chuck Norris. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. If you're looking for me to take a short survey, I can tell you I don't have time. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. (laughs) Skills I've acquired over a very long quarantine. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. If you hang up right now, that'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you. And I will give you a very bad Yelp review. <laughs> I'll call back. 
That's the great Frank Caliendo doing his Liam Neeson when a telemarketer calls. It's pretty funny. Amusing. <laughs> how, how can the uh, Cardi B clip be bad? How She's never be? let me down. Is there anything we need to know about this, uh, Michael? Uh, it's just she's talking about buying kids designer clothes. She's doing what? Buying designer clothes for her kids. There and people go. give her a hard time. Of Why? Okay. When a celebrity buy their kids jewelry, people be like, kids don't care about that. <laughs> they only care about toys and candy. Yeah, kids only care about toys and candy. But the thing is that kids also go outside. Kids go to restaurants. Kids go to fancy places. And if I'm fly and daddy's fly, then so is the kid. If I'm wearing shenanigans, my kids having the same thing. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not up to what the kids like. If it was the kids, they'll be outside in diapers. If it was up to the kids, they'd be outside in diapers. So if I'm wearing, if wearing I'm some fly, brand, if their daddies fly. If I'm wearing some brand I've never heard of. Yes. Okay. Some uh, good parenting there. I, I've never been as bothered by some people seem to be when rich people uh, buy expensive stuff. <laughs> I just, you know, I assume that's what you're going to do. I might not think it's a good parenting decision to give your kid a super cool car when they're 18, but. You get to. I don't know. Uh, it's like I heard, uh, I think it was Letterman who was talking with Jerry Seinfeld and asked him, so what do you do? What do you and your family do? He said, we do all the greatest things. We all go We go to all the best places and do all the most amazing things. What do you think I do? And I thought, yeah, you're, you got $600 million. I'm sure you do. That's what you do. Of course yeah. that's what you do. Yeah. Mm. Um, well, I ought to cut it out. So the Georgia governor, we mentioned this yesterday, the Georgia governor had told cities that they, they're they not allowed to require ha- to, yeah. to make mask mandates. Yeah. He said he's stepping in as an authority above them and saying, you as a mayor can't mandate masks in your town. I'm the governor telling you, you can't do that. Now, the mayors are suing the governor saying, oh, yes, we can. You have no right to tell us. Not to tell people that they have to wear a mask. Right. That's what, 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 I don't know what the legal thing works out there. Oh, gosh. It probably goes back to the Georgia Constitution or something. I, I know nothing about it. But it's interesting that uh, simultaneous, practically, with that order that he ordered, uh, several Republican governors issued uh, mandatory mask advisories for their state. But haven't we seen examples? Or, or at least, well, not adv- advisory law suggestion. The more typical example is we're seeing governors, you know, they want to mandate masks, and the ta- and counties saying we're not going to enforce. Them. Yes, but this is the other way around. Yeah, boy, we're stumbling, fumbling, and bumbling, aren't we, as a people? Nobody knows nothing. We've now entered final thoughts with your host Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Thank you. Sorry, you can't have church on Sunday. What with the virus. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Oh, that reminds me. I meant to bring that up. It'll be my final thought. Let's get a final thought from everybody. Michelangelo, final thought. Uh, yeah, this morning I arrived at the radio station listening to Prince, got out of the car, and uh, s- took one step and, like, twisted my hamstring. And I don't know how I did it, so I just thought, that's middle age. I'm listening to an 80s song, then I hurt myself without trying. <laughs> getting out of your car. Well, you're getting out of your strenuous. It requires great uh, dexterity. Positive Sean, a final thought for us? I have no idea why this sound clip tickles me as much as it does, but I laugh every time I hear it. Resolute Desk, in the middle of a pandemic, they're selling beans. They're selling beans. (laughs) They're selling beans. It it, it tickles me, so I just wanted to hear it one more time. Jack, a final thought to share with the folks? Today I became aware of the term doom scrolling. It's getting in the habit of just searching for what's the latest bad news on the virus, on the economy, on China, or whatever. I'm going to try to break out of this habit and uh, 
get a lid on how much of this information I take in every day. Like, I don't eat too much sugar. I'm not going to take in too much bad news. Mm. You know, I posited earlier that uh, we are officially devolving as a species. We're getting dumber. The reason it bothers me is that I'm smart enough to be bothered, but not smart enough to figure out what to do about it. Uh, the church thing I wanted to bring up was there's a mega church not far from where I live that has said, we're open. We're open Sunday. Come on in and worship, folks. We don't care what the government says. There is a string of mega churches in Texas that announced we're closed to the end of the year. It's just so interesting. Nobody's yeah. quite sure what to do. Or, or at least different people are quite sure what to do. And they're very different from each other. What's a boy to think? Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank. So little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. If you have not heard or shared the videotape of the black Portland cop talking about the flaming hypocrisy of the uh, militant protesters, it's brilliant. You can also get all our podcasts there, uh, armstrongandgetty.com. God bless America. Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Ballerina, oh, and from not planning, Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport. We've had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun. Now the time has come to go. If this still cop was found dead in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven still doing this show. Ha, 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 ha!